Yeah. Chanel Omari as our guest of the day. It's good to hear because last night, did you I love when white people pronounce my name so well. Yeah, it's perfect. Like, I didn't know. Sometimes sometimes they, like, butcher it. You're like, what do they say? They're like, Omar, Omarian, Omara. They're like, they add letters and shit. Yeah, they add letters and shit. They're like, aren't you Chanel R&B singer from the 90s? I wish. Will you, are, are you pretty quick to correct people when they say your name wrong? In the, now I am, but in the past I had a hard time with it because I'm like such a people pleaser. So I'm like, yeah, yeah you could call me whatever you want. And yeah. now I realize like, you know, as you get into comedy, you get to know who you are more. You, rem- for me, like my roots and where I come from is really important to clarify to people because people Long think Island? I'm just a white girl from Long Island. Yeah. yeah but, or but a white Jewish are, girl from Long Island. Yeah. Even those, even, even Long Island roots are like anti people pleaser. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> It's like they the, so are. It's like the ground zero of people who are like do not want to please anybody. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what, and that's you forget what, that. Well, you guys are from Long Island, right? He's from Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'm from Long Similar. Island. I'm from Nassau County. Which is oh, Long Island. So you know. Yeah. Pittsburgh I, is Long Island without beaches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's very, but it's one of these places where like. You're just nicer than us. Yes. Yeah, I for was sure. there. Okay. So this is actually perfect. Mm-hmm. We'll talk movies and we'll talk. We'll also talk your pod and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and then the show you're on. But uh, it's perfect because. I did a firehouse. I haven't done a firehouse show in a long time. Like, and they kind of run. The, I don't know if you guys have done them. You've done them. I know you have. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've done them. Yeah, they run the gamut. Like, it can be anything from like a disaster, like a rowdy disaster, <laughs> where you're like, okay, to really, really fun. And thank God, I did one for a really funny comics guy, Tim Crompier, the other day. It was in Copeg in Long Island, and it was. We got there. That you. You always, it's always the same scenario. You show up and you find out they've been the crowd's been there since six. And yeah. it's like just like filling up on like big ziti and like meatballs <laughs> and just there's there's cores light every you know what I'm saying? Like My like it's just it's just like a family party. It's like it's like going to a family party and then they have a show at the end of it. It's like that kind of vibe. It, it's it's like it's like going to a white trash wedding and yeah. then somebody does yeah. comedy at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Until w- the fire drill. Uh, what happens with that? Has that ever happened? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's happened. Like when in the I've middle of yeah. The ha- like half the fucking audience will leave oh, really? at times yeah yeah we'll be, we'll be, because I, the way that i would do it in pennsylvania is we would go to these like towns in the outskirts of pittsburgh and it would be like the entire town shows up to these shows right and one time a fire went off and like i wouldn't say half the but a good like fourth had to roll had to leave oh wow it's just funny seeing yourself in that situation that's happened to me once and i'm like okay Were you on stage at the i time? was on stage at the time and i i felt so awkward but it was the best thing that happened to me because maneuvering that situation will like prepare you for anything that's the thing that's, that's kind of shows that make you more hardened as far as and comedy funnier. goes yeah the good thing about the other day was uh i guess they the, the town over was on call so nobody was supposed to leave that place but apparently two <laughs> the guys two of the captains had to go to a fire but that's like two people out of like 300 people in this yeah. What would you do? Do you think you would stay if the fire alarm went on or do you think you would leave too or make a joke and then leave? Oh, about on stage? Oh, you yeah. mean a fire alarm like, in the place? Yeah, like when it actually oh. goes on. That oh. happened to me. Yeah. Oh. No, oh, I thought you meant... It was a drill. Meant, like, I thought you meant Thank doing God. a show at a fire department, which I've done, and when the... Yes, that's what the, I mean. When the, they get a call, like a house yeah. is on fire. Yeah, or like they do the drill. Sometimes though, like they'll have like a drill for the firefighters, and I didn't realize that at the time when I was on stage. And they did it mid-show? And they did it mid-show, because they don't... They don't think like we do as producers or comics. Like you can't do something during the show because they're still firefighters. They think like, oh, the show will go on and they will leave. And so midway, this drill comes on and they're like, we gotta get you guys out. The audience leaves and I'm like, 
and uh, I'm Colombian, <laughs> snort a lot of cocaine, and I'm just standing there. I'm like, should I worry about my life or should I leave? Because as a com- comedian, I don't know if you guys feel this way. It's like comedy comes so like priority to the point where like I was like, oh shit, there might be a real fire. I should probably like leave and not finish entertaining because well, you don't leave your set, right? You don't well, leave a set when people leave the room she, and she's go bomb. Off. She's like, I got a new, I got a new tag that I got to get through. I don't <laughs> yeah, care if this yeah. place burns to yeah. the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing it to the flames. Like there's nobody there. Everybody's gone, right? She's like, they're coming in to like to fight the actual fire. And right. like, hey, let me let me run this spot, this bit by you. The guy has an oxygen we, mask on. There's a scene in yeah. I don't know if you watched Sex and the Burns all over your body. Sex in the City. I don't know if you guys are familiar or watching. I know uh, some there's some a of scene where Samantha, she's like the you know, she, she has sex, one. the sex yeah. pot with like the firefighter and she's in the clothes of the other firefighter. And he's like, lady, get the fuck out. We have a literal fire. I literally thought that someone would yell at me and be like, bitch, get out. We're not doing comedy right now. How long ago was that? This show? was, uh, oh God, like a year ago, last oh, year. Not, oh, wow. it's not long ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a fire department. It, we, so they there's one near on the Upper East Side and. They always, in, you know, they love comedy, and that was like a one thing that they tried. And I'm like, yeah, you guys got to be a little. This is hard to have it at a firehouse all the time, you know, because of these oh, things. Yeah, but it's also there. You're in a. There's other. There's so many other things going on in the building Correct. while you're there. That's why that. Correct. Happened. There was a whole. <laughs> Correct. A whole part of the building had no idea there was a comedy show going on. That's right, and that's okay. the whole funny part. It's oh, also yeah. like, how are you supposed to? Pr- that's a producing thing, like control the whole building and control firefighters. Yeah. And they were just trying to, you know, entertain their firefighters, thinking. All right, if a drill happens, who cares? The comic will just <laughs> keep going. It's like doing a, a college show. It's like yeah. a college show, like a oh, babysitting. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, the I worst. told you, I did a, uh, I did a show at this college, and I was like so excited. It was one of the first colleges I've done, and I and I get there, and uh, we're they're like the like uh, student activities person is is like showing me around. It was California University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Cal, Cal U. That's I a lot. That's like when I, I went to Manhattan College. That was in the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like you're just naming places. Yeah, but but he's walking around. He's showing me around, and he's like, "Hey, uh, we have this great, great theater here. It's 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 a really nice theater um, for comedy and for all kinds of shows. But today they're showing uh, Lego Batman in there. So you're just gonna do your uh, comedy thing right out here, and it's just dead in the center it's of like the lobby. student uh, union uh, as people are like walking in and walking." can pass to go to lego batman well they had like kids like for some reason there were like kids on campus and they were doing this like big like lego <laughs> batman sh- like showing the movie and then they had me in the lobby of the student union with like 15 kids that showed up for the show sitting around i can imagine like, you in a batman costume like i'm i can't believe i'm here like i can't <laughs> believe i'm fucking here <laughs> yeah, just, uh, i should have put a batman costume on. Been it would have been le- less embarrassing because nobody would have known who i was <laughs> 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 but I uh, I had a I I was like super clean the whole time right right and then oh, I started just hard. getting frustrated I was I was like dude I was like this is miserable this sucks you know they're not gonna they didn't tell me any language restrictions but I know what a college is let me let me ask you yeah. a question what, I I know my answer I'll, I'll ask you what, would you rather than pay you the same amount of money to put on a Batman costume and greet the kids as Batman as they came into the the showing of the movie I'd rather do that than do stand up in that scenario yeah. there's more dignity involved in being I. Because they expect it, right? Like you're in a costume and you're being funny instead of like. At least you're not an afterthought. At least you're not. Oh yeah, we forgot we had you, so we're putting you in this corner. Nobody gives a fuck about stand up. It's insane. That's the funny part, is because I rather do the stand up part. 
I Isn't that no crazy? It's not fucking way. It's not stand up right. at that point. It's, it's like, there's little tiny moments like this that chip away at the at the um the the not street cred, what would you call it? The dignity of the of the art of stand up. And that's one of them where it's like, yeah, you'll just be they'll be literally passing you. Then you should be like, I would love to be to have the boss to go, No, I'm not yeah. doing it. No. Yeah, you know what? I love that you said that there's the dignity of the art oh sometimes because I did a show at a cafe. I mean, it was packed. Some cafe downtown, uh, Black Hat, Lower East yeah, Side, like yeah. but it was packed and, and, and with young kids, like college kids. And those are the most, the, you're right, the hardest room to do. Like my set I just did at New York Comedy Club, killed right that night. And then at that club, it was harder to get them to laugh. They're talking. They disrespect you. They don't care. And then you're like, you get to a point right in your career, you're like, why am I doing this? I get why you're saying you'd rather do the Batman costume and get paid that moment and then just do stand-up for, like, The Cellar or some other club that's going to take you, you know, right. a, an audience that's going to take you seriously. College kids don't take well, stand-up like seriously. Can, yeah, you can do the bit in the, whatever, in the, in the costume if you want to do In it. fairness, they yeah. paid me really well. Okay. To do a college. Right, right. College that's what I mean. The money's usually good. The money's right, right, usually yeah. good, But it's yeah. also, it's like, you know, it's 3 p.m., it's not a great time for right. comedy. There's a huge window behind me that they but can the see. But the bare minimum of what they deserve, yeah, okay, obviously, hit up mon- with the money is the main factor there. The theater but was the bare really minimum nice. they can give you is people that they, people can leave ten minutes in. They can do whatever they want. But the fact that you're like in a lobby and people are coming through and going to another thing they'd rather go to is so like, what's the point of you guys even? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it's, it's like, like glorifying babysitting almost. Like you're yeah. you're trying to entertain yeah. a whole I crowd. I, it just it's well, hard. It makes me feel like one of the dudes that goes on the subway and just starts playing music. Like nobody truly wants analogy, me there or right. knows I'm going to be there. Right. But some people are like, but oh, this more, is a pretty good tune. But yeah, right, but, right. But, right. <laughs> but, but, but comedy, <laughs> the difference is with comedy, you have to connect. You have to connect. Yeah, people connect with music, but at least. You, you can you're behind the thing that you're playing like so even people are right. singing on the subway or on the subway station it's like the performance like you almost don't need yeah you want attention but it's like if you don't get it it's fine if, if you don't get it it's fine you're just kind of you can be background music when people are on their way to the train and you know that going in at least sure there's way more there's way more dignity in busking in one of those scenarios then you're going thinking you're going to a show with an audience and they go ah we forgot we have the kids at the Lego Batman but you're still going to do it but they're going to be coming in and out while you're doing it like that's I, I would I'm at the point in my life now I'd be like Oh, you. No, I wasn't right. even that close. To the theater was like across oh, the student oh, union. Oh. They were just, they made a point to tell me how nice of a theater they have for stand up and that I don't get to use it because I've been bumped. Yeah. <laughs> By Lego Lego Bat- that's Batman. so passive aggressive. That's a that's yeah. a scene in a movie. But that l- there is a scene actually in a movie that she's oh, it's Sex in the City. Also, again, she goes, <laughs> "You've been bumped <laughs> by the dog." It's like Lego something the dog, or she she reads the book after like le- something the dog, and she's like, "I'm going after a dog like author like I'm the writer of Sex in the City." Like well, I what? Think I, I think I remember that part. Yeah, she, it'd be funny if every reference Chanel has is like Sex in the City. She's like, "I was like reading a book once." Actually, no, it was an episode of Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like. You I don't read yet. It's all Sex in the City. Know. It's my Bible every day. You know. We, we at the end we're like, hey, you got any plugs? Watch the new Sex in the City. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> They're I'm actually big, coming I out know. with this season I know they too. I, don't, I, I would love to act in it. Did you? Yeah. Uh, Usama Siddiqui was in on get, it. Oh yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't, Some I, comics were on it. I was. I auditioned to be. Oh, fuck. What was? It? Oh, it was the warm up. The I guess her tra- trans boyfriend. Her. It's Che. The yeah, Chay yeah, Che. Okay. Oh my God, that's Miranda. Yeah, Miranda is Che's husband, uh, boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, gets her own sitcom, and I 
auditioned to be the warm up on, on the sitcom. Yeah. It's so interesting. And then what, what happened? Um, first of part. all, getting the audition is hard enough for that show. Just so you FYI. Were gonna, you were going to play a warm up guy? I was going to play one of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you would have been great at that. I Yeah, I've done one of them. Do they life. give you feedback? <laughs> and say, <laughs> He's like, I do this every day, Chanel. Like, that's, that's so nah. funny. They're like, you're just not believable. You're like, I've, I've done it. Like, was there, fe- the yeah, was there feedback at least? Like, you know, hey... This no, is the re- no. I they just, never I do. Put the tape in, and I men- they, they want you to mention the warm up experience you had in the in the slate of the tape or in the beginning of the tape. And I did, and I had I have good a couple of good stories. I don't do it anymore. I despise it. It's the worst thing. I don't know if you've done it. It's like the worst thing. The warm up. Yeah, yeah, I did it for so, talk shows. You know. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I was produ- so I produced for Maury Povich and Anderson Cooper and all those daytime talk shows for was, a while. Did you, did you go to Connecticut for it? I did Stanford. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was in the city for a while, so I was there for four and a half years with Maury, and then the last two years I went to Stanford. I was a producer and. It was it was great. It was, it was hard. That's it was real, hard. I was hard getting that, w- woken that up. It's hard to do that job. Nobody realizes like you get woken up at two a.m. by ma- baby mama drama. These people have like real problems. They call you directly at like two. Oh, in the morning. Yeah, they have to call the producer and like your executive producer how, will have your head if you don't I mean, let me ask have you this, those. How kids, much yeah. of it is real? Yeah, it's all real. The thing is, we they as producers really have to make sure that's our job. We to, have to make to sure it's it. real, and that's the. It's like you're becoming an investigative journalist when you're not really. Yeah, but you need to be. So that's why they hire producers who have that background. I went to school for um, journalism originally, and you have to literally vet it out. You have to send them to the DNA testing. You have to get the. D- you have to like walk with them until they get to the show. And your job is to make sure they get on that stage, and they're as authentic as possible. But do, let me ask you this: Don't a lot of them go into it knowing full? What, they're just going for the. Sometimes they go for the money, but yeah. they still are willing to expose their real problems for the money. Sometimes I've had calls where I'm like, "Oh yeah, you guys are not coming on the show. Like this is too good to be true." How how wow. long how long ago did you do this? Um, I started at so I'm 38 now. I my first job out of college was working as a production assistant for the Maury Show, and then I worked my way up as producer so I was there from 21 to 25 and then I worked for Anderson Cooper and Katie Couric Barbara Walters ABC News and I had a whole like background that a lot of people don't oh, know wow, yeah. oh wow I wrote for Comedy Central I wrote for like a lot of times because they knew I was doing comedy at the time it was a long time ago open mics and I had more of a hand of it like if we do if we did the fluffy shows for Maureen Anderson I would write the comedic jokes because out of all the producers they yeah, knew the I knew, had the, the experience yeah so I love Maury. You do, right? It's the, he signed up for, he's 75, he signed for another five years. Like, it's the highest rated show on television. They, this is my guess, yeah. and you would know. Yeah. My, as I was walking by, I was in Stanford, I walked by the, the, the whole. Yeah, because you performed, the, the, the New, New York, York Comedy, Comedy Club, Club is right there. It's right there, yeah. And We I'm should all go together. And I, I'm thinking this, is it because, is the reason he does that is because they bang out every show in two months and he has the rest of the year off? Yeah. He, ha- yeah, he has, like, they tape seven days a week for like five months it's like a reality show and then or like a teacher and then he has yes like uh six months off basically or five months off you yeah. know like a summer a whole summer i i moved here three and a half years ago and when people come to new york like they want to go see the you know statue of liberty they want to go see times square the first thing that i did like touristy is i drove up to stanford <laughs> and went to the morning taping <laughs> that's like their signature yeah. <laughs> it's everyone, and they feel like he's a god. Like he, he is a genuine person. Like one of the best people I've ever worked for in my life. On, Interesting. On camera, off camera, he is that sensitive. He is that smart. He is that nice. Like we would, I would literally be in a room with him, writing, reading his scripts to him. Like I, he would say, "Chanel, what do we have for the day? What are the stories?" And he genuinely wanted to help, but there's also limits. You know, you can't help all these people solve their problems. Does he know, like, okay, so the fact that people think, hey, it's exploitative and all that, yeah. you're not helping anybody, you're just kind of, 
uh, maybe doubling down on stereotypes. And yeah, but these people, it, these people it want wanna, the help. They yeah. want, they want, they want to be on the show. It's not like he's forcing anybody to do right. anything. Right. And remember, we also get them some perks. Like some people are like, I did this because I do need therapy with my boyfriend, and he won't go to therapy unless we go on Maury. I I know we. So it I, does. There is there is help. It's a, there's yeah, help there is help. Okay, yeah. But there's also a moral complex. That's why I had to, you know. Or Maury. Or Maury <laughs> complex. <No. laughs> but if they are actually because you could justify anything, right? I mean, you yeah. can say I'm helping people, and you can say I'm exploiting people, and you can also say, listen, there was times where stories where there was a secret when we had a secret show. I was in charge of those a lot, and I had to vet them out because I got the best ones that were really original and genuine. And if someone said Chanel, I'm really not gonna do this, I wouldn't push them. I'd be like, listen to my executive producer, we're not going with this story. And if we had to. If we have, they, they would scratch it like day of. Yeah, of. I would have to have a backup, but that's the producers. Li- so I understand a lot of producers. People think producers are evil because they have to survive too. They have a lifeline as well. They have a job. They have a family. So if they're not going with that story in their head, they're thinking they're helping that story. If they're not going with that story and that's killed, the whole show is done. Right? Because they do they overbook it so that just in case yeah, something it's falls like out. Having a backup joke too. That's yeah. I've always had backup stories. Like I had to like have a lot of them and be on top of them. Yeah. I think. Not that the producers are evil. I just think that a lot of reality show producing gets called out for a lot of bullshit, which they're known for. Last comics in the comedy world back in the day. Yeah, you did Last Comic Standing, I right? Did last Comic Standing, but I, I had a, but I, but the, the year I did it was the year that Wanda Sykes and this woman named Paige Hurwitz took it over, mm-hmm. and they were known, and they, were, they, they put us all in a room, and they said, "Hey, we know the history of what the show has." Because early, I don't know if you know, you guys know this, but I think I told you this. Early on, like in the early seasons of Last Comic Standing, they they had a script, like a script, like you're saying, like where it's like they had who they wanted to move on and who they didn't, and who was going to be like the best cast in the house when they had that, or just the best cast for the the show going forward. So, they you could go on and kill, and they if they didn't want you to move on, they take your audience and and they take some audience of somebody bombing. Put that in front of you, and there you go. You're gone, and then the judges would just get rid of you because the judges have the producers in their ears about who they want. Correct. And that's why you had th- that whole thing with Dan Natterman. They didn't want to pass Dan Natterman like the third season or something like that, or second season. And Drew Carey and Brett Butler were the judges, and they were like, they got really pissed and walked off because they're like, you told us we were in charge. We want Dan. But in actuality, it's like they, they, they have input, and then the producers are the ones uh. trying to make the But the, the thing the is, choices. yeah, when they because when I did Princesses of Long Island, I did a reality show on Bravo TV. Right. Those That's a little shows, different because it's not a competition. More, right. right. Like but we were real because – so it started with our real, my real friend group. The only thing is I had a leg up because I've been, I had the producer's head. The thing with producers is they don't like when you try to become someone you're not, and they know that, and you hide things. So what I did was I just laid it all out. That's why I was – and you have to think with producers – they're like you. They want to root for someone to represent the rest of America, right? Right. So if they like you and they want to set you up for success because you're giving them everything you, they want in a way, I mean, you got to have boundaries, then you're going to be that favorite cat. They're going to show you in a great light. Like, they showed me, for the most part, on Princesses Long Island in a better light because I was the most authentic. I had nothing. Well, I wasn't. You were just being yourself. Yes, I what, was being myself. What's I, the premise of the show? So the premise is. Six Jewish. Jewish Long Island girls <laughs> at the world hates. Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't the best at the time. Six Jewish Long Island girls who moved back home during the boomerang generation. Like they were college educated, privileged, but still had to move back home with their parents because oh. everything was falling apart for them. Yeah. Little like mini housewives. It was an interesting concept. These were really my best friends from Long Island. Like I've known these girls forever. We had real history. We had real drama. 
I was like the peacemaker and the funny, the comic relief, you right, know, the green right, screen. Right, right. I was doing the jokes like we needed that because if you see these girls, you're going to be like, I want to kill myself. Right, um, right, right. I love them. But, but I can see it taking off. Yeah. yeah and it, 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 it resonated with a lot of people and it impacted a lot of people because I think these girls think about the Mean Girls, the movie. Right. Yeah. Right. With Lindsay Lohan and Regina George and all that. That's real everyday life. And people feel like they saw each saw their friends in each of us. Like, oh, I this girl reminds me of this. This girl reminds me of this bully. So I think it really raised, like at the time, it came out of 2015. Mm. It was right when the Kardashians came. You remember, reality TV wasn't this edgy. We were a little bit edgy. There's also a lot of anti-Semitism in the world. No one wants to see six Jewish girls from Long Island yeah. killing it. But what they didn't realize, the if they watched the show, Seinfeld. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. That's what Bravo literally would say. Seinfeld, curb your enthusiasm. I would yell at the executives. I'm like, stop saying it's like that. That's an insult. This is nothing like that. Just make it a scripted series. Because they weren't getting that like. She turns around, she's like, salsa? Salsa? Yeah. Salsa? I, I know what you were saying, and they were thinking that, but it didn't translate, well, unfortunately. You know Maybe season it, two. Maybe season two would have translated. The reason I said it is because uh, before Seinfeld, a lot of people, yeah, there is tons of it. There's or the office, yeah. Uh, permeating the whole culture. But, but. A lot of people didn't know about New York Jews before Seinfeld. Correct. And, they, and then it was like a novelty. They were like, oh, my God, this is great. And that's what that's one of the reasons why they thought that Seinfeld took off so much. Because just the way Jersey Shore did with Correct. Guidos in, uh, Jersey, in the Jersey Shore. Because people don't have the phenomenon of Guidos outside of, the, of this tri-state area. Which we were also like, that's why we would talk to executives a lot and say, why our show? Why is our show like getting the heat and not staying? Like, let's figure out a way. But it's harder with Jewish people because the Jews got involved themselves in the community being like, well, this is not a representation of us. Which, by the way, we're not here to represent anyone. It's kind of like no, you representing, ourselves. aren't you Irish? Or yeah, yeah. You can't represent the whole Irish community. No. It's We're all different, you know? Right. There's bad Jews, there's good Jews. There's bad Catholics, there's good Catholics. It's like you can't be... And also, what could it have been... The how, what, how could it have been that bad? You're like, oh, you got to stop. Well, here's the funniest. So <laughs> the governor, Bravo. I don't know if it's the governor or the president, a lot of mayors and, and, and presidents of different countries got involved. So Japan, because... They Wait, called us. Are you kidding me? I'm not. No. Oh, somebody's breaking in. Not, oh, shit. The, he heard one us. China. China. No, really, Japan, the president, or I don't know if it's the governor. They have, like, the, the guy, the, he got involved. <laughs> I made a joke, like, he's probably secretly watching the popcorn, being like, I love these Jewish girls, but they have to get off the TV. He's like, they insulted. Um, we did a campaign, and people, it wasn't us, called us the word, I don't want to say it, J-A-P-S. And I guess that's an insult to Japanese people. But that's an insult oh, to Jewish people, too. Yeah, it is. Because we're not Jewish. It's By the old way, calling people Jewish American princess insults Jewish people. Because we oh, aren't, we don't, because it was a it. negative yeah. connotation on Long Island. When someone would call you a Jewish American princess yeah, and use the short term of it, that insults Japanese people, too. We, as Long Islanders, girls, would get offended by that. Like, it's because it, it represents spoiled, rotten, entitled. That's not who we are. Yeah. Jewish American princess, and you're right, in the Old Testament, old back in the day was like, you're a Jewish American princess, you have to hold yourself up and, like, be humble. We weren't translating any of that on reality TV. That's the problem. Like you said, you have to edit that da down. They have to... Well, and, it, and it's... And un unfortunately, that's not sexy. That's not, like, Correct. fun to watch. It's that's not. Like, you want... You want you and your friends arguing every single and you episode. Want, right, and relatable. Like, can drama. these Jewish people relate to us? Like, yeah. do they and have drama? And you know, thing, What's yeah. interesting is this. The, it's, the onus is not on a, a reality show on Bravo to, Thank you. to, to hold the mantle of, of, of a word. Because you, it's, not like, it's not like the show is called that. It's not like it's the name of the, the name of the show is that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I get it. Japanese yeah. people are going to be upset. 
but it wasn't called that. Correct. Uh, it was a scene they, or a thing. It, like thank they God took it, it too yeah. seriously. Also, like the mayor of Great Long Island, because he's Jewish too, was very upset that we weren't representing. It's a lot of though. This is what I call jealousy and hate from other people who just want to print, just don't want to see you on TV. And that's where it took. It was in Great Neck. That's where it took. It place. was on Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Nassau County. W- were you part? Were you part of a lot of the confrontation on the show? So no, I would. I would say I was. Have you guys watched The Hills with Lauren Conrad or heard of it? I've heard, I know of it. So she's the main, I would say I was the main character. So I was the main center and then it was around me and my friends. So I narrated the show. I narrated all the episodes. Uh, You hear me narrate and then go into my green screen interview and then we go into scenes. I wasn't a part of the drama because I'm not a really dramatic person in real life. I like to make peace. I'm a loving, I like to do comedy, entertain. But I would be in the route of getting it. They would get me involved, my friends. There's actually one scene where they all are fighting and they're like, Chanel, you see? Chanel, you see? And I'm like, I'm not a fucking mom. Yeah. And you guys are not in kindergarten. You better cut this shit out. Yeah. Like, literally, I'm like yelling at them like a mom. I'm like, why yeah. am I the comedian who us comics don't even get mad, okay? Yeah. When you get me mad, it's like, yes. And I, this scene is hilarious. You have to watch it. You will laugh so hard your ass off. Five grown women yelling and fighting. And it's not even my fight. And they're like, Chanel, you see? You see what she did to me? And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I part of, dude? So you're not, stand you're, up is much better than this shit. You're <laughs> yeah. not very confrontational. Not at all, really. Yeah. I mean, in real life, I can't. I learn to be from the show, like to set boundaries and tell people if I feel they're like bullying me or pushing me to a situation or being shady, like my castmates. I'll say something that hurts me. But for the most part, no. I like to be a lover and no fighting. I wanted them. Yeah. Part of the fight with them and me was Chanel. Stop making us all get along. Like we don't have to all get along, you know. It's like you're. But they, but they, you got. They you would yell were at all me. Friends from back in the day. They were my best friends. So th- were they like you wanted to? All right, so you were on it, and anybody who's on these things mo- nine times out of ten wants wants a career in show business. Correct. That's what you wanted. Did they? Was, was it like a novelty for them, or they also wanted a career? They in- also wanted, but I think they were upset that they didn't have it as much. I was more immersed in showbiz, like you were already behind the scenes, in front it. of the yeah. scenes. A lot of them also kind of like, which is a nice flattering thing. They kind of took after they wanted to do like stand up or producing but you can't just do that you have to have experience you have to like you, you know. have to get into the bottom part right. of it and then go rise up but I yeah guess. they had showbiz dreams but a lot of them aren't doing anything with that it's funny because a lot of them are married and out of the show um, right they weren't at the time or they weren't like people would say oh these pe- girls are never going to get married they're never going to be in a relationship Meanwhile, I was the only normal one, and I'm still single. But it's anyway. also like it's fu- it, it's also uh, <laughs> anyway uh, right right but the, but the it's also a funny scenario when um you have people from like normal life that you know that like you do just think you hop in this thing and just go because I I talked about this recently to you it's like people from my town I'm from like high school in Garden City I'm basically from Garden City in Long Island love Garden there's a couple City. people who are involved in like stand up. And it seems like they just don't want to do the work of the st- like one guy doesn't do it anymore. He has three kids and whatever. But he was a guy who like was taking every shortcut you could take. And another guy kind of went like an, a different route. St- like so, it's like one of these things where I'm like, you just stand up's really hard, hard to do, and it's and it, it, it's never given enough credit. Like we were talking about the college show stuff. So it's interesting to me when like you have people from like normal life that are like, oh no, I'll just. You've been doing this how long? 10, 15 years? I'll just hop in and, and pick up where... Now where I get... See, so yeah. you articulated... So that's my cast member. So imagine they all wanted right. to just I, that's pick what I something. Mean. If we did go further with princesses and we became a phenomenon like they expected, these girls would piss America off because they would just take the hard work every one of us are doing and be like, I'm just going to do it because I have a platform. And I get why that can piss a lot of people off. But also, the other side of it that I always tell comics, 
you can't get mad if somebody does that like they obviously know how to do it and like they should be able to do like it's just as hard work does that make sense yeah no it's one of these things where it's like but here's the thing we've talked about this on the show a lot and we get inside baseball about stand-up and I, I never begrudge anybody doing well in, in show business uh, because it's like, hey, you can just get completely lucky and, and, and get something good for you. That happens. But stand-up is like its own thing, and there's like there's like a meritocracy part to stand-up that I think once you wash away all the all the dust of all the other bullshit, it's like, hey, there it has to be a I do this a million times a year type of scenario, right. and I work hard at this to, to get very minimal results. You know, yeah, I very. You're so right. I, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if this is if, if this uh, question I'm going to pose to you too is on the right track. But I have this argument with uh, with our buddy Sean Murphy. Do you know Sean Murphy? Yeah. I, I had this argument Love with him, him a, a couple of months ago about <clears throat> when somebody becomes like famous for something uh, like going viral or outside of comedy, and they start touring and doing an hour, and the hour is bad, but they're packing out everywhere they go. He believes that that is a quick flash in the pan, and then when they go back to these places, they won't be able to sell it out again. And, and I just told me this before, and I disagree. I think that first off, I think you probably get you probably get two rounds of that based off that initial pop, in my opinion. And secondly, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. You're it doesn't. Wet. You're I agree. Made the money, you just be on to the next. Like thing. they don't sure. care. Those comics. So for me, right? Like they don't care to. So. Everyone would tell me when I started meeting with managers that with my, and I done comedy for ten years. I did open mics. I did it the old school way. Right. I would go to radio. I was on BLI at the time, doing midnight to five a.m. shifts, and then would go to the open mics after my real job and did like the work, right? right? But still, even with a platform and a name, I wasn't getting what I needed to get for comedy. My thing is, is like, you could work so hard at it and not get anywhere, but you could also use your platform, you know, and get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. But, 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 also but like, and then being sorry, being the funny part, I rather be funny and then come back to these places and say, they say, you know, Chanel Omari didn't just get it on her name or the reality show, or the platform. She's actually really funny. But I agree with you when you said it doesn't matter because if these comics that aren't funny are still packing it up for years, people and just go and buy the sauce. That's what I think is driving everyone crazy. It's yeah. like, then we might as well, well do that. It doesn't really matter if you're funny or not, right? If people are laughing at your stuff and, and I, it's a marketing thing. I think the, way, the, the, the goal would be you can sign like the same way that we, we talked about putting clips online and we were talking before we started mm -hmm. about that stuff and it's like it's like a necessary evil of the of the business because everybody's like oh my god these freaking clips and the crowd work stuff and this and that. But thing. that's still hard work too so why do people you think take that away? That's what I'm saying. It's like but, like, but people just don't want to you know what it is because people like they don't want to I think people who like lo lo like they they don't want to super saturate it because of the stand up. Sorry, the art. You're right because it's the art of stand up. Like you, you keep bringing back. It's the actual art of stand up that no one's realizing how hard it is, how authentic it is. Right? Like don't saturate it with. Well, all and these. it's just giving the people what they want. I mean, you're going to, you know, th there's a lot of people that go to these comedy clubs to see somebody because they love them from what well, was Vine before and TikTok because they're just doing funny front facing camera things, mm -hmm. and then they get there and they don't have an act. Yeah. At all. Right. And I was I was making the point to Murphy that a lot of that audience is still satisfied, not satisfied in the way that a fan of stand up comedy would be going to see somebody funny. They're Correct. satisfied in the way that somebody going to Comic Con to meet like yes. entertained Mark yeah. Ruffalo would yeah. be satisfied. I had an argument. Right. Because in general, there is a person, you know, anonymously who's not even been in comedy. They're not a comic. They're just in the industry for like a year. Okay. Full they name. What's their full name? They, no, don't know, they don't know anything, but I'm going to share this story because it was hurtful, but then I realized it's not personal. Also, always remember the source talking to you, like in people in comedy or showbiz, like 
they might not know everything and they might think they're an authoritative figure. It's an ego thing. Right. But I remember I was doing a set and it did really well. But, you know, as comics, we have highs and lows. Sometimes the set's not always getting the punch or always the laugh. But, like, you're no, getting some true. laughs and that's what matters. And she had said something like, I didn't understand your jokes. Or, and these jokes are very clever, very original, very well written. They've done well in other sets, okay? I'm confident in that. But she doesn't understand as a comic, you might have a great set at the cellar, but then you might go to an, a bar show and it might just not do well. We, we don't control people in their minds no, and how they laugh. He always does <laughs> not him. He always does well. But a female like me, <laughs> a Jewish white girl, no, I'm kidding, uh, might be, you know, um, discriminated against. No, but that's my point is like, so she, she's arguing with me about like, uh, well, I didn't really get it. And it's like not for you to get like. And then she's like, well, how are you going to sell out show? And she she knew my power of like my name and the princess of long because we, ha- we still have a lot of following and loyal because followers the, because yeah. of princesses like Connecticut. I can sell out a show. On, so I sold out another on somebody else's show because they knew I was on it. They just they're a fan. Whatever. I felt like I had to fight and prove what I am as a comic to this person. Right. When really, even if I wasn't funny and my whole set sucked, but all these girls are coming to me after the show relating to me, that's what she should understand that really in the end matters, even though I don't want to be that kind of comic. I still want to earn it. I still want to be really funny and have that loyal audience to be like, you know what, Chanel earned it. Well, even if you, yeah, and it and it, and it can sign, that, yeah, can, yeah, it makes. Well, that's that's sense. a good I mean, attitude to have. Yeah, for sure. It's a good right? attitude yeah. to have, and also don't take it personal because I could have been a hater to this girl, but right. like you never want to burn a bridge in this. And uh, you know what it is also, and it, it ends up being. First off, what I was gonna say is simultaneously those things can be worked on. Okay. If, you, if you're bringing fans in because of your show, that's that's good because it, then and then then what ends up happening is like, hey, I'm working at the stand up as I go. It's a, it's a marathon yeah. job. Yeah. So yeah, some people don't understand the idea of like some sets are good, some sets are, some sets are bad. But then they're not a stand up fan. They don't know stand up. People who watch stand up and appreciate stand up know that eventually at least. Um, or like when you're telling a story, like I've seen your stand up, like when you you're telling. Until you get to the punchline, not everyone's gonna laugh. Of course, you're telling the story, then you do the punchline. That doesn't mean the joke wasn't funny. Set up, yeah, yeah, yeah. set up, like, right. right. But I'm not gonna sit there. I mean, would you say anything back to someone who said that to you? So that's the thing that we have to learn. Well, that is something that we talk about a lot. I mean, mean, that's that's so you get it a lot too. I'm not crazy. Like this happens. Well, it's it's passively aggressively. Okay, it's being like, like so. So the whole the whole like crux of why me and Sean started doing this show is because we both have this like need to want everybody to like us. So for me personally, I will like even if somebody says something snide to me like that for a long time, I would just be like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm not for everybody. Now I'm like, have you ever spoken to another fucking person before? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what do you I want to. So that's about? what I'm working in therapy. Like, can I be defensive or no? How do I? protect myself and say something kind of snarky back to show her or that person you shouldn't really talk to somebody like that and who the fuck do you think you are What's in a, a nice s- way assertiveness assertiveness but yeah. also on the top of that because you know female comics are all about female empowerment and i call it bullshit because a lot of the comics say they're about that and then women like me they won't support or i feel like i'm having a harder time and i'll hype them up for whatever they're doing like let's say they got promoted to something or got a spot i'm like yay cheering them on i get something and it's like she got it because like she was dating this guy or she her 
breasts. Like I get a lot of like these, sn- or I didn't understand I your jokes. I, never I wanted get gigs for my, my breasts. breasts. <laughs> they never. I have never. I mean, had you can't one see gig. them today. That's crazy. I do not get gig. I need to look like Adriana Lima, Victoria's Secret breasts. If you're gonna tell me I'm getting gigs I, for my breasts, okay? I've been growing. I'm calling these. out everybody, by the way, anonymously. So fuck all of you. Um, Chanel, I've been growing these little titties since I was 11. <laughs> I love your titties. And, and nobody has ever booked me. Like, hey, you know. I'm what? sure hey, they booked you over your blue eyes. The guy's not very funny, but he got a rack on him. I'm, I'm really excited for your thirst trap account that's going to drop. <laughs> Have you ever got booked because of your handsome facial beard look? Yeah. You got a nice smile I here. Got, I got booked because of my bald head and yeah. my, my beard. And but, my you know, because people, that's what I'm saying. People like that will always, it's just, it, I'm happy you're saying this and admitting that. And that's why I love listening to your podcast. And I'm, and I'm honored to be on it because I think it's important to talk about. Because I do also hold it in. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Maybe I did suck. But no, you shouldn't say you suck no. to please somebody else who doesn't even know. But then you don't want to be confrontational. No, and you also don't want to be. True. And burn a bridge because in comedy. Because what they're doing, and not all the times. Right. I think, so you have, there's, there's a multi-pronged thing that happens with why people do that kind of okay. thing. Okay. So I think what happens is this. Stand-up is the only thing people can watch, and then somebody's naturally being funny, and they're like, "How I could do this. This is, looks so easy. I could just do this. I, Correct. Whatever it is. And it's just not the case. So... Um, sometimes people go up because they're like they they find this they like I have to regain the power in this exchange. I've had it happen. I've had guys come up and try to tip me like older guys where you make their wives laugh and they come up with a hundred dollars and I don't take the money. So everybody's like, "You're an idiot. Take the money." I'm like, "I don't take the money. I'm not gonna give you back the power because you were embarrassed because your wife laughed yeah. at my fucking jokes." It's yeah, like a, like I like a, that. That's like a great a, character. Yeah. That's ca- that's about character at that point. It's like a comedy cuckold situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 Thanks it's, for making my wife yeah. laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Thanks, dude. Or like on that note with the comedy clubs or in general, just any gatekeepers, right? It's like if you're not good enough to play at this place, then you might not be funny. I like that you're going behind the psychology of why a person would say that because a lot of comics come to me and say people who say that to me, I'm not, I give up. Don't give up. I almost gave up because some five weird weirdos who work behind the scenes who don't even know comedy are going to tell me, I'm sorry I didn't get your joke. Well, when I sell out theaters, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll invite you and you'll get the jokes. It's not about – Cedric the Entertainer taught me this when I opened up for him. It's not about getting the jokes. It's about what do you want to say on stage, entertaining people, making them laugh, giving them a good time. We're not curing cancer here. It's exactly. I and don't know how to. I, how would you? So yeah. How would you have coped with that? I'm just interested. If, well, somebody because you knew this person, correct? Mm-hmm. So th- that's that's. There's another aspect involved because it's another comedian or somebody in the business. So it's like, yeah, that comes out of it. And that's an envy thing. And it's then, an and envy that, thing. And I have. To, it took me a long time to realize that I've gotten. You know, stories about me. Audience member wise, I've gotten into it with people because I'm like, you <laughs> could just say nothing. You could just. And now I've, I even when I think even people come up and they go. I don't even like the. We talked about this too. I don't like the idea. It's like that was pretty good. And I, now, if I, especially, there's. No, I've said this too. There's nothing more confident than me after I do well. Like you can just say nothing to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not looking for anything. validation. Right. I don't need. I'm in therapy at I'm that already, point too. I don't need your good yeah. job or continue to do, do so this. It's, it's one of these moments where it's like I've had people say like half-assed like confidence with it like that. Like that was pretty good. And I go. I just stop and I go. No, it wasn't. It was really good. I'm really good at my job. And I just say it that way, and they go, "Oh, pretty confident." I go, "Yeah. Did you see how that went? That was great." And, <laughs> and, they, and they're like, "All right, all right." And they're walking out, but it, it's such a brief exchange, but it means so much more to us. So it's like, why not just just stand your ground? Especially if I bomb, I'm home in 15 minutes. I'm fucking gone. <laughs> right. I thought, yeah, I'll I'll do the same thing. I'll go back into my shell. But like, 
but uh, but it, when it, when it works out and you're there, and I was I'm actually actually happy with how things went. You're not gonna even if it's even if it's inadvertent, you're not gonna chip away at me enjoying what I just did. It's Correct. Not you're not gonna chip away at, or my future. Uh, exactly. And usually those people and who also, do talk to you like that, it's funny because <laughs> they're the ones who don't work hard for anything in their life, and they happen to get things just ha- handed to them. So I think that's an entitled, like you said, that they don't understand the hardness. Like I was trying to explain to this person the beauty sometimes in b- bombing is just accepting it. Like, cause if you yeah. could bomb and be yeah. confident on stage, imagine when you kill it and in life, it gives me confidence to just conquer things. Like, yeah. fuck you. Who do you think you are to even tell me how to process all this? But it's like, I'm not going to argue with you. You're right. I'm not going to sit there being like, it's also that moment's fleeting. Like that's, they're gone. They're not, they're not going to, even if it's something where they're like, I'm not a fan. So you're not a fan. That's fine. But they might have of, power to actually get you well, passed. That, that's that's diff- the problem. That's a different story. When they it, influence other people in the but I'm industry. At the point now, if you don't think I'm fine, that's fine. If you don't think I'm fine. So I'm you don't fine. care, right? Like you guys I, are at I, the point, if someone well, influences other people at clubs you want to play at or bar shows you want to play at, what would you, well, how do you do it? Well, my, my, my thing is, is that there are, there's a lot of places to do comedy and I have to keep that's telling myself this. That's a great mentality. And if it's, one place that I feel is doing something unjust to me or that I feel like it doesn't make sense how they're doing something or, again, they don't want me or they don't like me. Well, fuck, I, I can't change who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Right. What are you yeah, do? that's yeah. inspiring. And one thing also that stuck with me, this it, I think it was when you were at Governor's, you did a crowd work thing and it was funny because... You ended up making the person laugh because you were trying to, you're saying, what am I, your fucking father that I have to school you on etiquette? It's so true. Like something around oh, those lines. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. it no, funnier. It was your joke, but it stuck to me so badly because I was doing a show there. You were headlining. Yeah. I saw it and I'm like, he's so right. Like, but I, I'm not confident yet enough to, do, I'll do that if like I'm enjoying the room and still bombing and then I can like riff. But that's true. Like, we're not here to, like, teach you etiquette either. That's what's hard as comics. Like, the right thing to do, like, keep it to yourself. Don't say that. You're right. Some people just don't know how to be in any aspect of life. They don't know, like, like just how to how to act. Like, like there's like right. that etiquette thing is not just um, singular to people at a comedy show. Ah, you're like, you'll right. have people say shit to you in public. You're like, wow, is that really? Yeah. Like, 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 that's one of the reasons why I don't get into a lot of confrontations besides me being like slightly a pussy is that <laughs> i like i'm sometimes like shocked some like still like when somebody does something you you're 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 a little better than me at like do you say anything back yeah bullshit. like do you i'll sometimes just be like and then leave you mean like the passive aggressive stuff yes and then i'll have the jerk store moment later where i was like ah oh, i should have fucking this. said this to that yeah. guy or you know or punched them yeah the should have like because when i said to, about this person i was like i should have been like well you don't really understand come and like put her down but then what then i think i battle with myself but i want to be a better person and being taking the higher road road is harder yeah i had a comic a comic recently like say something really passive aggressive to me and i gave him like two different he said it, like three different times everyone he's like called me dumb but they didn't in a way like he was busting chops but i'm like i didn't it's like the fifth time i hung out with this guy so i let him say it three times in three different ways and i was finally like yeah, that's not cool. And I go, you're, you're like a big foot in your mouth guy, aren't you? <laughs> like, you don't know how to hang. Like, you're a bad hanger. And then he like, he's like, no, 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 no. He tried to explain it. I go, you might be autistic. Like, you might be. So, so you got to give it back to him. Because yeah. then they'll say, a lot of people say, oh, you're dramatic. Oh, Chanel, you see the reality TV is coming out. Yeah. It's like, no, don't that's marry the reality TV with comedy. Because I've been doing comedy longer than reality TV. That's called gaslighting. I've it's called gaslighting. <laughs> it's called gaslighting. Exactly. I At do. least you admit it. I do a lot of gaslighting. Yeah, a lot of it. Um, it's interesting that you guys no, go through it. You do it. No, you definitely Wouldn't don't. Are you do crazy? 
What do you mean gaslighting? There's tons I, of gaslighting. What are you nuts? That's, that's me trying to gaslight. Isn't that the Are you gaslighting thing? my gaslighting? <laughs> Don't gaslight my fucking So you really just have to give dude. it back to them that in a tonguey cheek. I think about the point. Yeah. With without getting into confrontation with something. Or sometimes now I walk away from those people and I'll never let them have access to me because I think that gets to them also the most. Um. Yeah. That's the other thing because t- there's a lot of crazy people in comedy mm-hmm. and it's, it's not even crazy more than if they don't seem like a good person then they've proven themselves to probably not be a great person i do because you're right you still want to keep it professional i'll do the hey how are you yeah. and then you just keep it moving. keep it moving yeah in and, and then, out and then you kind of just surround yourselves with uh, or you talk to the people that you uh, uh like that like what was that guy i saw the guy jamie kilstein do you know jamie kilstein i know guy? of him and yeah. this guy was a guy who was mr Mr. Progressive, and then he would, uh, he was very, uh, what you would call now woke, but he was for years, he was like the alt side of things, and he had a radio show, and, and I, I remember knowing him back, he always seemed like a nice enough guy, and then he had something where he was like sending weird, something happened, was very light, he didn't assault anybody, but he got canceled on his progressive side of things, and then just completely flip-flopped, and now he talks about how I was always this MMA Rogan guy, and I couldn't be because of the group of comics, I, and it's like, no, you're just a fucking worm, and you, and you don't have any... Like, you know, who knows who the hell you are? And then, so with this guy, I saw him the other day. I go, how are you? And I kept going. Because, come on, you, you lead, lead by example that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right, right? So, so you like, know, it's when you're yeah. confident, you don't have to, like, <laughs> engage. And that's the thing. It's like when you said, I wish I could have said, it's the regret of, I wish I could have told this person and not say it on the podcast if the person's listening, let's say, I want to be that person in life that tells you to your face in a nice political way and explains, hey, listen, you can't, you got to cut that shit out. Whether yeah. I'm, And I don't want to be scared telling you that, so you could go back to the gatekeepers and tell them Chanel's this and this, so that you get what you want. One thing I'll notice is this: and I'm, the I truth. I need the truth. Well, there's also a thing. We, I think you think people are going back and ruining stuff for you that aren't. That yeah. Oh, they, it happens. It happens. Oh, are I, you sure? I'm pos- I've got. I know. I know. But I've got. That's why I, I think it's so weird with me because, like, they, you're right. My therapist said people are more worried about them than you. And you keep saying, but I've gotten sources. That's why I can't believe people are so not confident in their craft that they'd have to sabotage because comedy is a, a solo spot. Of Long oh, <laughs> we're bringing back a reality. We should do Season like a mini. Two. We should do the reunion on your podcast. <laughs> I, yes. I think you're the only two men who can handle us. <laughs> Andy Cohen's like, you know what? We're giving it to these two. <laughs> but the, because I always, I think we, I think we it tend feels to think that things way. like that are going to happen. But in actuality, that's not, because here's the thing. You think about it this way. It's like, well, then what made us so scared that we can't talk our feelings without confrontation? That's what I don't understand how that culture develops. Oh, that's our parents. That's our parents. I think my mom gaslit me then my whole life. Well, but is, in my house, it was always it had to be nice all the time. Yeah, same. Nice, oh, nice, so we got nice. raised nice, yeah, polite. Yeah. Sean, okay. Sean, I don't I don't mean to I don't mean <laughs> to change the subject, but I did, I did want to ask something before I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. Um, I. Uh, I had a conversation the other day um, that my girlfriend was a part of where I was talking about we we're talking about how much money people make off of their like feet pictures, just feet pictures on oh, like, like an OnlyFans or something like that. Yeah. And I s- I have I don't like to brag, but I have really <laughs> nice feet for a man. And I don't think it's I think it's women's feet, dude. I well, but I there's think no I think flop foot fetish, no, there's there? some there's is some there? men. Is there yeah. some that want men? Oh, yeah. men want men's feet. Yep. Men, or, yeah, or and women. Either way, really. I mean, women let me tell better? you something. When a wo- when a man has nice feet and a nice ass, that's a thing for us, and a nice smile. It's just really? so everyone out there knows. For men, we well, care about uh, for women. We care about your ass, your feet, and your smile. 
Well, that's have, well. I got the feet. <laughs> He's like, I'm hey, shit out of luck. I have one of those three things. Me too. I, I got sm- the feet I can down. Just smile. That's about it. Right? Yeah, you have I a got great the feet down. Usually wearing shoes. So, I don't even like so instead of smile, she'd be like, <laughs> yeah, just for around. only fifty nine ninety nine. Hey asshole, why are you wearing sandals in December? I'm like, well, I got really. Well, it's I got, my only. I got to work today. No, I have a male friend that made fifty to hundred thousand and a female both on their feet on OnlyFans. Hundred thousand okay? a year or a month? A year. Wow. Well, and a guy to and he's straight, my friend, and I guess the guy was like, gay, and he wanted pictures of his feet. But if I'm not mistaken, I think the same way they were putting podcast clips online, I think you have to <laughs> kind of promote yourself. Even yeah. Within that world. I would like I, I, I would do the due diligence, Sean. I'm not, Sean's you know. the marketing director. He's like, listen, we're going to have to push. You're right, though. You've got to push within the world. So, so even if you set up your own, like, it's like those, 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 those OnlyFans girls that are on TikTok and you're like, this girl's really cute. And then I'm like, oh, and then you're like, follow for the spicy content. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, this, may, this is basically just an advertisement. And then I, Sign up for well if you're two <laughs> years straight when you could have had so big porn can't pay my rent <laughs> if your significant <laughs> if your significant other wanted to post just feet pictures on a oh, site like this that, is the question okay yeah I wasn't I, I I first wanted to preface it by telling everybody that I have really nice feet and I do have nice feet for a man I'm not gonna fucking be like hum- I'm not gonna be humble about it. <laughs> that's good but um would I'm you be okay I'm not gonna apologize for my hot feet because I mentioned it and, and Natalie was like no. I don't want you doing that. I, and then I thought she's about probably she knows she, you have fucking banging feet. And she's like, I don't want other women and men jerking off and to my man's feet. Anyway, go, well, you owe me fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> well, I think but I think I would also not want her to do the feet p- pictures thing. If it was just feet, we're saying just feet. I'm not talking. Listen, I, I have nice boobs feet or wiener because a lot of guys have said that. But I don't think I would. Do, and people have pushed me like you should do this Chanel for extra money. But I don't think I would do but it. It's based off of the people that they have to interact with. Because then you are, you become it's it's sex work, and right. then there's people that will be like, say you say she did it or you did it. There'll be dudes that'd be like, I'm obsessed with Ray's feet, and then would try to contact you or hunt you down, and you know whatever. Imagine that's why you get even more popular uh, in your comedy career you and podcast. podcast. Yeah, you should just write brand new jerks on your feet and then put it on online. Just do it as I'm a social experiment. Who I'm cares? Promo yeah. with Challenge. my feet. Do you want to do, we'll a do chat? Do you guys got to do this? I'll, I'll fucking help push it on mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This we is amazing. We put our, all of our feet next to each other because I don't have bad feet. I don't think. Maybe this, I do now. This is a I what would you do feet. situation. Are they bad? I mean, they don't. Regular. <laughs> I say regular. <laughs> I I got like I got like, like George Costanza. The like how much do you think people will pay just to? I think people would just to pay just to be interested. What a man's good feet like? Good if feet I, on a man I, look if like. I you know what I mean? Low on that because it's guys. It's guys. <laughs> women. Well, how do guys? How do you guys take care of? Do you guys get manicures and pedicures? I know no, some men who I do that. I barely even wash mine. And really? I don't know. It's just all natural. So they just look lucky. beautiful. You got jeans. Just because it was just the, got good jeans. the dirt that was on top of it, and you washed them one day, you're like, oh, they're actually not that. Yeah, they're not. Hey, <laughs> they're <laughs> not that tan either. They shine based on all the sure. grease on the feet. You're like, I actually got good feet jeans. If I shave them and painted my nails, it would look like a woman's feet. Oh wow! That so then, interesting. that's interesting. You can make a lot of money. You could catfish a whole yes. bunch of people. Um, fat feet, fat feet, catfishing, feet catfishing, feet catfishing. No, I meant feet, feet catfishing, feet catfishing, feet catfishing. But that's really true. You could really make a lot of money off that. I think, uh, but I'd go authentically. I don't want it to be weird, but after the show, where I'm looking at your feet, of course. Okay, I'll pop these bad boys out for you. <laughs> You've seen um, my feet before, though. I know, but I didn't. I didn't think of it in a sexual way. Now <laughs> I have to look at it in sexual conversation. Okay. <laughs> Are yeah. you guys like feet people? Like, do you like your girls having nice feet? Is that a less. thing? Oh, really? A lot of men have that. I'm I, here, I know. That, uh, well, I've said this before. Stipulation. But it's on topic. I told you. I helped a friend realize he had a foot fetish. Yeah. 
I, I, this I, is we, great. I think we even, I'll say it quick because I think we even clipped it. Yeah. Um, my buddy goes, it's really funny. I go, I go, I go, oh, he goes, I go, oh, this girl we used to work with, I'm like, she's really hot. He goes, yeah, but her feet are all fucked up. And I'm like, who cares? And he's like, I do. And I go, wait a minute. And this guy's a germaphobe. So I go, hey, let, wait, if you weren't a germaphobe and she would let you fuck her feet, would you be into that? And he's like, there's nothing else on this planet I'd be more into than that. And I'm like, you know, that's a, foot, that's a, that's a textbook foot fetish. Textbook, that is. That's true. But you're right. A lot of guys are into it. And that's why, like, even you'll go into, like, regular porn sometimes, and they'll go into a foot section. And I'm like, oh, I, it's, I don't care about this part of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like all my exes, it's like, it was weird. It's like the one compliment I'll be like, what is the one thing you love about me or like about me? And they'll be like, feet? my feet. I do have, have pretty nice feet. feet. I yeah. do. I want, that's one thing I could be confident about, maybe because I was assured of that my whole life. And they're pretty. I mean, they're not like exceptional. I mean, women's feet are mostly it's clean mostly nice. and pretty. We yeah. take care of ourselves. Also, like, I can see it. Like, I get it. Attractive part of the body, but guys, like, it's they. It's like the focal. I know the focal. Thing, I would yeah. think the face, it, the butt. It doesn't yeah, do it. Feet don't do it for me. But I like. I, I don't like feet, but I don't hate feet. You know what, what I mean? mean? It's like I'm, like my dad hated was like disgusted by people's feet <laughs> like i would put that's a that's a germaphobe i used to i used to i used to put my feet on him he must and, be projected and, and he would just swing at like yeah the opposite of a foot fetish oh the two ends of the spectrum right well, that's what yeah my my he would he'd be rolling over in his grave if he knew that i'm about to start selling my feet pics um <laughs> he'd rather you say you're gay yeah. imagine you frame it you're like dad this one's for you <laughs> no, that that's if, if i was gay that's how i would have to tell him i'd be like dad i'm selling pictures of my One feet for feet. money he'd be like you kidding me no i'm just kidding well, i'm I guess just you're, gay you're, like, you're foot transitioning if you do do the woman if you if you do the catfishing oh, thing your foot oh, transitioning your foot's trans <gasps> i have trans feet trans, trans feet. feet they won't Good know for you I'm glad. Oh, and you can't say it's a catfish. you got to be like, well, you know, I was trying to be my authentic self, so you're judging me. And I'm me. a man in women's man. shoes That's it. and feet. Wow, my bookings are about to go through the fucking <laughs> roof. Here's the thing. Before we go, we have to get out of here soon. This has been a blast. Uh, I want you, you have a uh, you have a podcast yourself. Yeah. And also you have a charity show coming up that I want yes. you to talk about. Uh, so I host and run a monthly show right now at the Grizzly Pear Midtown. They just opened up their Midtown location, which is awesome, on 54th and 8th Avenue. We have it March 23rd. It's for City Harvest. So every month, all my shows, whether it's at Grizzly Pear or other venues um, in comedy, we raise money for the City Harvest people to end hunger in New York City. Oh, wow. So they take the money, or you can volunteer, City Harvest nyc.org i you know you can donate money to them they so that they have money for supplies to get these homeless people off the streets get them shelter get them food and also cooked meals like a lot of times you volunteer go to whole foods they throw out all their really good fresh produce at the end of the day we bag that up for the homeless people in brooklyn new york all over the boroughs so they have like a nice hot meal and i think through comedy you know people want to spend money when they're laughing and we have great comedians and it's an added bonus. And we'll have you guys on the show, the future shows, so that'll be great. You're mad funny. Um, <laughs> but comics do get paid because uh, we are charity cases ourselves. Uh, right, exactly. So yeah, barely yeah. we, you know, counters. but um, well, but I'm it's a nice do- way to raise money and awareness, you yeah. know what I mean? There's um, no city harvest in my bank account. Well, if I do it, I'm going to donate the entire pay that I get back to the city harvest. Stop trying to get points <laughs> for your foot. What a nice... Pittsburgh Dude, boy, I like a nice gonna, Jewish boy. Any you know? customers. By the time I did that show, I'm not gonna need that fucking money. I'm gonna be so rich. <laughs> you're not you're gonna be so tootsies. famous over these tootsies. You're gonna be like, here, here's some feet money. Go get your, go get yourself a hot meal. But you know, it's it's called the All Star Comedy Show. So really, we have like All Star Pro comics on that are yeah. really funny, um, all over New York City. And yeah, you can get tickets right now, grizzlypair.com, or just go to you know my Instagram at Chanel Amari. 
And then the, the, podcast the podcast is called Chanel in the City podcast on iHeartRadio. We uh, cover it's a mental health and comedy podcast, but we we cover like pop culture topics. So okay. we have like anyone from housewives to comedians to influencers to celebrities. Um, like we had Kevin Bacon and Cedric the Entertainer on talking about like their obstacles in their careers and how they overcame them with like, you know, and like what's their favorite place in the city to go to like to escape. You know, that's like yeah. the niche that we talk about. You had Kevin Bacon on? Yeah, he's the coolest He came guy. to Gotham once. He was really cool. How cool is he? He's the nicest. Like 10 seconds, but he was really cool. Nicest, coolest person in the he world. And my favorite like actor, he's really like that, like in real life. Like it's insane. He's I actually awesome. lied about meeting him years ago. I told you <laughs> when I used to work at the uh, at the Science Center in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. I worked at the concession stand and any time like people would come up sometimes. And I, I don't know why. For no reason. I would just be like, you're never going to guess who's in the theater. Right now. <laughs> they're like, who? I'd be like, Kevin Bacon. He was super nice. And I was like. I was like so nice. I was like he got an orange soda and <laughs> a bag of popcorn, and he tipped me twenty extra bucks. And then they're like, "Oh my god, we're gonna see if we could see him." <laughs> like people were like waiting to Kevin try to Bacon. See him. Did Man it fiction. happen eventually though? Because once we manifest that, that can happen too. Yeah, no, maybe it will now. But one of my coworkers kind of knew I lied all the time to people, <laughs> and he still heard the thing. He was like. He tipped you twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, "No, dude, I'm fucking lying." <laughs> now you're like, "Well, now I know someone who knows him." You guys should come. Up. So he has a band with his brother. I think the that's the why Bacon he's brothers. so humble. The Bacon Brothers, yeah. yeah. And he said that's what keeps him humble. Him and his brothers and his uh, his wife. And also, uh, he, he they they live in New York all the time. I feel like they have boundaries. Yeah, 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 like yeah. when he's filming and she's filming. I'm sh- they they put boundaries. It's about if you want to make it work. He said that's the truth. He's when he very, was on the podcast, he's very he's, confident he's guy. A cool guy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so all the socials. So at again. Chanel Amari, at Chanel in the City podcast, um, at the All Star Comedy Show. Come see me perform wherever. Um, Perfecto. You know, thanks for doing support this. me. Thank you. This Thank is an you awesome. Bo- I had the best time. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. Thank you very Hell much. And yeah. you have a great podcast. So tune in. Well, th- we'll see you guys next week. Um, guys at brand new jerks. Uh, actually, no, brand new jerks at gmail.com. If you want to email us, uh, hit us up on, uh, do a search on YouTube for brand new jerks to get full episodes of the podcast. Full episodes, uh, YouTube, and we got clips on Instagram uh, between the two of our uh, our accounts uh, at Raby Killing Them and at Shawnee Time. Uh, you can check us out on TikTok. That's at Brand New Jerks Pod, and every single Thursday, uh, new episodes always. Uh, guests sometimes just uh, me and Sean doing something intimate with just me and him <laughs> and with his our feet. <laughs> but uh, yes, and uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans at you, Tim Rickman. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we do a awkward handshake at the end of the show. Do you want to yeah. join in the awkward handshake? Yeah. Good three. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that actually looked way better than that was actually good. Thank you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.